the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Black and Right Radio on Chicago's Answer, AM 560 WIND. Hey, everybody, this is Black and Right Radio with John Anthony, a.k.a. The Factivist. But John is not here today. John is taking some well-deserved time off to celebrate his wife's birthday today. So now you have me, the Bishop of Truth, Pastor Cecil LaFleur, <laughs> filling in for my light-skinned brother from another mother. Yep, that's who he is, my light-skinned brother from another mother. So, John, if you're listening, wherever you are today, I'm hoping you're enjoying yourself, hoping you're having some fun, getting some rest. And for God's sakes, brother, I hope that you're getting a suntan, because I don't want to have to keep wearing sunglasses every time I come in here and co-host this program with you. Yeah, I said it, and I know I'm going to have to pay for it when you get back. But everybody, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you all are here. And today, as I host the show, I'm going to invite you all to call in today. I want you all to call in, join in, and let's go in. Come on and voice your opinions on the issues that are affecting each and every one of us today. The phone number for you to call in is area code 312-642-5600. That's area code 312-642-5600. Also, go to the Black and Right page on Facebook and join the Facebook Live audience with us and you can ask your questions there. Give us your comment. This is the place where your voice can be heard, and we do want to hear from you here on AM560 on the Black and Right radio program. Now, joining me in studio today, because you know it takes more than just one person to replace John, I got a couple local troublemakers with nothing better to do on a beautiful Saturday afternoon but to be here. Here with me today, first of all, I have a Louisiana treasure, and I'm not talking about Popeye's chicken. I got that waiting for me out in the car. No, uh, I have with me, joining me in the first hour, Latasha Fields. And Latasha is a real powerhouse from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And she is an emerging voice in Chicago, speaking powerfully on the issues of faith, politics, and especially on the issue of education and the protection of our most sacred treasures, our children. Latasha is going to be giving us some vitally important information and some warnings concerning Illinois schools. So parents, if you are a parent, if you know a parent, if you're connected with parents in any way, tell them to listen in. You really need to pay close attention today to what she's going to share. Pastor Fields, welcome to the Black and White Radio Program. Thank you, Pastor Caesar. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a blessing. I'm glad, yes. that, you, I'm glad that you are here. I told John you were coming. Yeah. And I said, John, Latasha's going to be here. I hope you're going to have a show when you get back. Yes. <laughs> Hi, John. I'm, I'm going to behave. I she promise. She I promised promise. to behave. With you. <laughs> But also with us in the studio is my brother and another light-skinned wonder who also needs no introduction in Chicagoland. As you can tell, i got to think about these light-skinned folks. 
But Eric is the founder <laughs> and president of Freedom's Journal Institute for the Study of Faith and Public Policy. He's the founder of the BlackFamiliesMatter.org organization. We're going to be talking about that today. And you're a candidate for state senate. Is it the 45th district? 40th district. The 40th, 40th district. Right. And when he behaves himself, he also gets to be Jennifer's husband. Dr. Wallace, <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, doing, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here. I want to tell John I'm holding down the for the Light Skin Brothers. It uh, seems that you have some kind of issue, man. I think you're a racist. Man. You know what? Start right out. I might be. I might need some deliverance <laughs> from that. You know, I asked John a couple of weeks ago. I said, do y'all have like a union or something? You know, and is it you contract that every time I'm on the radio, one's got to be represented between John and now you. And we had Ryan Bomberger. I said, I'm surrounded by light skinned brothers. And so, oh, but uh, I'm just so glad that you guys are here. And well, there's not a whole lot going on in the world. So really, I'm wondering what we're going to have to talk about for the next two hours. (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm sure we're going to find something to discuss. So again, everybody out there listening, we invite you to call in today. And we want you to join the conversation. I'm going to give you the number again. Area code 312-642-5600 and also on Facebook Live. And besides the issues, you guys, that I want to talk to you about, what I've asked you all to come in specifically, there's some other issues that I want to put on the table, not only for you all, but for our listeners as well. Because I have some questions that I want to kind of discuss, and maybe we can find some answers to some of the things that's going on. One of the questions I want to talk about, Dr. Wallace, is has the cancel culture gone too far? Has the cancel culture gone too far in America? How does trying to erase our history by removing statues and erasing people from the past, how does that improve the lives of people today? Are we placing too much emphasis on symbols and missing out on the substance of things that we really need to be paying attention to? And also to add to that, I want you all to tell me, is freedom of speech still a viable option in today's society? If saying something unpopular is going to lead to your destruction, do you really have the freedom to say it? Is there really a such thing as freedom of peace? Have you all heard what's going on with Goya Foods? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And the, the man's transgression was simply saying something positive about the president. Yeah. And now we have congressmen. And, and people in Washington, D.C., and people in the media calling for a boycott yeah. of Goya food simply because they said something you don't agree with? Yeah. Is the cancel culture going too far? So we want to talk mm-hmm. about that today. So as you think about that, get your questions ready. And the other question I want to ask is, can you support the idea that Black Lives Matter without bending your knee to the Black Lives Matter organization? Mm-hmm. Is it possible, Dr. Wallace, to be sensitive to the sanctity of black lives? And I mean all black lives. Mm-hmm. Do we have to be restricted to just the black lives that are killed by uh, by police officers? But can we be sensitive to the sanctity of all black lives and, and agree with that concept without chanting the slogan or without saluting the, 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 the monuments that they're putting up about them and not supporting that organization? A couple of weeks ago, we had a guest when I was co-hosting with John Anthony, mm-hmm. who was the owner of Nini's Deli who wasn't opposing Black Lives Matter, but he simply wouldn't donate to them and he simply wouldn't bow down to them. Mm. And a mob came out and destroyed his business. Or as you have people nowadays, they tell you, you know, you're a racist or you're a bigot, you're a sellout if you don't bow to Black Lives Matter. So I'm wondering, and we want to hear from you today, is it possible to be sensitive to the issue of Black Lives and completely sensitive to it and not support Black Lives Matter? And the other issue I want to talk about today is coronavirus. And I want to ask this, and y'all help me with this. Can two things be true about coronavirus at the same time? And by that I mean this. 
Is it possible that coronavirus really is a serious health threat, that it is really something we should take seriously and at the same time be a political weapon that's being used against President Trump? Is it both a health risk and a hoax? So those are some of the issues we're going to have on the table today. And we want you to give us a call at every code 312-642-5600 and give us your input. Dr. Wallace, what do you think about the cancel culture today? I noticed that you had something going on on Facebook about that on your page. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're talking about the the congressman from uh, South Carolina. Yeah, I put something up that a friend of mine had written, um, Dr. John West, and uh, he was talking about how creationism, you know, the, the, the um, racism that's involved with Darwinism and the whole idea that, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we, we progress from animals and all that kind of stuff. The guy was trying to say that we were more like monkeys and, and actually said that he had gotten involved in, in politics to keep black people from becoming equal and all this kind of thing. And, and there's a statue of him, I believe it's in South Carolina. And he was saying if any statue should come down, that one should. And then, uh, I put it up, and a couple of people agree with it. Didn't basically say much of anything, but then somebody else decided they wanted to put <laughs> put something up and talk about how uh, you know that that is that conservatives are the ones who have stood in the way of black people becoming um, becoming equal. And I took umbrage with that. And actually, I, I I came here a little late because I had to take time to to write back and say, hold on a minute. You mean somebody like uh, President Woodrow Wilson? Stood in the way of black people. Oh, that's right. He's a progressive. Mm-hmm. I forgot. But Joe Wilson, one of the most racist presidents we've ever had. He's a progressive. And the point is, it's like, you know, racism is, is like the coronavirus. It doesn't care what party you're with. It that's doesn't right. care what the right. color of your skin. It doesn't care about anything. Exactly. Racism is a disease. And and so we, we tend to pretend as, as though racism only abides with the conservatives. But is there a danger? So is is horrible as that individual was, but mm-hmm. he was important enough to somebody for them to put a statue up. If erasing, taking the statues down, do, and we eliminate him from history, how does the current generation, first of all, benefit from that being erased? But then, isn't it a danger if we forget, you know, the people of our past, or forget where mm-hmm. we've come from? You know, he said, if you forget your past, you're, you're destined to repeat it. Isn't there a danger, an inherent danger, in just trying to wipe well, those unfortunate things out of our history? Well, be def- to be fair to Dr. West, he was actually not saying we should just automatically be pulled down. Yes, right, yeah. right. He was saying there should be, you know, the people in South Carolina should decide what should be done with this statue and possibly move it and then have some other stuff around it saying what he did. Right. So I knew that this uh, Terrence statue was going to go down to uh, go too far. Mm-hmm. I understand that the statue of Frederick Douglass has been that. snatched down. Mm-hmm. And it's right. this once again, the symbolism over substance, people saying, oh, I'm angry, I'm motivated, I'm, I'm triggered and I want to go and I want to do something. So let me pull down these statues of these unfortunate people. I mean, these these unacceptable people. But where does it stop? Where does it stop? If we're going to try to erase our history, what are we going to be losing? You're listening to the Black and White radio program with John Anthony. This is the Bishop of Truth, Cesar LaFleur, filling in for John. We want you to come back. Remaining with us for this hour is Latasha Fields, Dr. Eric Wallace, and your phone calls. Come on back. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. No, it's not. This is not John Anthony. This is the Bishop of Truth. This is Pastor Cesar LaFleur filling in for John Anthony today. 
And with me in studio, I have Latasha Fields and Dr. Eric Wallace. And I've been encouraging everybody to call in at area code 312-642-5600. But I see right off the bat, we got a crank caller calling in. And so why don't we go ahead and get him out of the way? Could you put that crank caller on the line, please? Crank caller, are you there? John Anthony. Bishop of Truth, what's going on? You know what's going on, brother. What's happening with you? <laughs> hey, hey, Doctor Wallace. Yeah. Please take care. Take care of the light work for me. Yeah. <laughs> keep calling. You know, if, if this little racist guy keeps calling and talking about the light skin people, we're gonna have to take him. You know, in the back alley somewhere. Hey. <laughs> I, I noticed you refer to it as light work. <laughs> Yeah, light work. I, I noticed that. Uh, I just wanted to call in and thank you guys for filling in. I'm, I'm out enjoying my wife. We just got back from South Carolina, uh, God country in North Carolina. So I just wanted to call and say thank you guys for filling in and uh, have a great show. And I'm, I'm listening and watching. Them. Well, thank you, brother, for the opportunity, man. This is really an honor. Uh, I appreciate the no times problem. I've come in and the co-host with you and you trusting me with your program. And so, I'm in, I'm in good company today. i got two very capable hey. people here, and so I'm, I'm really happy to do this. Tell pa- hey, Pastor Fields? Yes. Hi, unleash. John. Un- hey, please unleash. Please. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't hold nothing back. Oh, no, John, don't say that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, and you listen, enjoy. John, uh, please tell your wife we wish you a very, very happy yes, birthday. Yeah, yes, happy tell birthday. Absolutely. What, what a wonderful we'll woman. Okay, yes. so enjoy God your day, brother. God bless you guys. All right, guys. Take care. Enjoy. All right, now. All right, that was John Anthony. That is part of Black and White Radio. And so this is Cecil LaFleur, your Bishop of Truth, filling in for him today. And we're going to go into a segment that I was really excited to talk about uh, with uh, Latasha Fields and um, kind of entitled this segment, Indoctrination or Is It Education? Mm-hmm. Indoctrination or Education. We want to talk about what's going on in our school system. And we want to sound some alarm bells. Oh, well, let's put it this way. We want to make you aware of some things that you should know so that you can make the right decisions about what's going on with your children. If you guys know right now, one of the big issues that's being discussed uh, in the coronavirus pandemic, especially on CNN, which I call the Corona News Network now, but one of the issues they're talking about is President Trump's push to get the schools reopened and to get our kids back in school this fall. Mm -hmm. Now, there are certain experts that are saying that not only is it possible to safely reopen our schools because children are lower risk of both infection and transmission. But they say it's also absolutely essential that we do because many children depend on being in school for their nutritional needs, for their protection from abuse and neglect in their homes, as well as their social and educational development. Of course, the proponents of shutdown until vaccination are totally against this and are saying that it's still far too dangerous to allow schools to reopen because of the virus. But in my opinion, the biggest threat in Illinois schools is not coronavirus. It's the comprehensive sexual education mm. and inclusion curriculum that was voted in and became effective July 1st. Teaching children to consent to sex and disrespect marriage and heteronormative relationships is much more dangerous to children than the flu. And our warning is that you need to start considering getting your children out of public schools. I'm going to play something for you here before we start talking to Latasha Fields. And I want you to pay close attention. This is about a minute and something seconds. Pay close attention to what you hear here. and We'll talk about it on the other side. Listen to this. This is definitely an attack. It will affect your child rearing. It will affect your education system. 
This is instructions for the teacher in the classroom to ask her or his students, how do people express their sexual feelings? What is abstinence? And here are some answers. Oral sex, masturbation, anal sex, massage, holding hands, touching each other's genitals, saying, I like you. And what they're doing is equating all these things. Saying, I like you, is equal to anal sex. It is pornography. Men, especially on the house floor, did not want to look at. We couldn't show this on the television news, but yet we want our fourth grade children to be looking at this book. In the name of sexuality education, children are seeing obscene materials that have been ruled by Congress and by the Supreme Court impossible to show to children. An online CSE program for African youth called The World Starts With Me tells children that sexuality includes oral sex and masturbation. It then tells them it's their own choice if they want to lose their virginity. It shows children pictures of naked girls and boys in various stages of development and then asks them to point out differences in their private parts. Parents likely will never know, as it is all done online away from home. They have elementary students as young as nine years old. Then they teach them how to wear a condom. And they have this plastic genitalia, and they even have uh, young girls. They're teaching them how to put a condom on a male genitalia, and boys how to put a condom on a woman genitalia, without the knowledge and consent of the parents. Wow. Yes. Area code 312-642-5600 is the number to call in. Uh, Pastor Fields, Lavasha, would you share that video with me? Eric, you know the producer of that. That's Sharon Slater. You had her at your Black Conservative Summit uh, years ago. But when you first shared that with me, it shook me up. Mm -hmm. Quite honestly, I got angry. And then I had to get prayerful Mm. because I know anger doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Pastor Fields, before we dive into this, and we're going to talk about this for a few moments, Mm -hmm. Give us a little bit of your background. How is it that you came to care about this issue so much? Yes, as as many of the listeners know and many don't, uh, my husband and I, we've been homeschooling actually next month will be 14 years. And so just um, when we pulled our daughter out of public school when she was in fourth grade, she's 23 now, and, and we, we thank God for that. She's a college graduate now. Um, just, just, make, just taking a full scope of always uh, looking to protect our rights as homeschoolers because uh, we have three more children that we're homeschooling, that just kind of keeps me, if you will, looking at the state of education. Mm-hmm. And so, and being a minister of Christ, of course, I'm always concerned about what's happening to families and the mm-hmm. body of Christ as a whole and children, period. Because my advocacy is that always have been for the last 14 years to get your children out of public education. Mm-hmm. And so when my husband and I uh, first began homeschooling and we began this this path of advocacy, if you will, you know, in Louisiana, none of these things were happening or better said, had not manifested. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know the past administration has definitely opened up the floodgates of hell, if you will, mm-hmm. concerning why these things are kind of being more aggressive and rolling. And so just, again, um, watching the laws, uh, even even in Louisiana, Illinois, watching the laws of threats that would attack parental rights, because I'm the state coordinator for parental rights as well. And so I, I have an obligation, if you will, to continually to be a watchdog, to watch legislation and policies that would affect us as a whole, as a family, and definitely as, as being conservative and, and biblical principles. So I'm always watching these things. So that's how I've come over the years to kind of see how the laws have evolved into this, this what we know now as comprehensive sex education. Right. And right after the break, we're going to get deep into that. We're going to okay. do a deep dive into that. But let me ask you, because you, <laughs> you mentioned a couple of things. 
Uh, first of all, do you believe that what's going on in our school, based on some of the curriculum we're going to talk about, do you think this is a spiritual attack against our children? Most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Now, there's going to be some people that's listening that's going to be upset about a couple of things we say. Yeah. First of all, when you say about you recommending that students, get parents get your kids out of public schools, mm-hmm. there are going to be some people listening to this who are very upset about that because they think that public education for children is very important. And it is. You know, it is an important commitment to make sure all of our children are being educated. The problem that we have, and just tell me if I'm right, Mm -hmm. is that our kids are being educated in the government school system funded by the government, which means that we have to submit our kids to everything that the government wants to make our kids available to. Is that correct? Exactly, because, of course, we're we're strong advocates for education, no doubt. Mm -hmm. But we would never advocate for children to be sexualized. Mm -hmm. And then even uh, even when you look at the state of education, just the core academics, there's a dummy down of that as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we're going to have time to get into all that into the program. So is is it's it's beyond what we know as public education. Mm-hmm. And so that's what parents got to understand. Mm-hmm. The public education that even in the civil rights that they were fighting for, there has been aggressive changes just over the last 50 years. And, and then we're talking about a 120-year time span where from, from the early 1900s that what we're going to talk about today did not happen overnight. This has been strategically planned. And so when we advocate in this level of passion and commitment to get your children out, we're talking about this progressive form of education. Okay. So this is kind of like the frog in the pot kind of thing, whereas by you all heard the old uh, mm-hmm. illustration by you can't put a frog in a pot and turn the fire way up right from the very mm-hmm. beginning. You can't put them in boiling water, mm-hmm. but you put them in cold water and turn the fire up, and as the water gets progressively warmer and warmer, the, the frog stays in there until he's consumed. Exactly. They've been progressively turning up the heat. And it's been getting hotter and hotter in our public schools until now there's boiling and it's boiling up and it's destroying our children. And so we do want to get into that on the other side. We want to talk about some Illinois legislation, especially for Illinois. Uh, we have a very progressive administration. Uh, very progressive people are in power here. Mm-hmm. And they've opened up some doors for some very challenging things to come in our educational program. We're going to look at some House bills and some Senate bills and tell you what they mean to you in the education of your children. This is Black and Right on AM560. The answer, we'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. The best bumper music in radio. That's the spitters. I'm about to start singing. Make me want to get up and jam. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Black and White Radio with John Anthony. This is the co-host, the guest host today, the Bishop of Truth, Pastor Cecil LaFleur. And in the studio with me today, talking about education, is Pastor Latasha Fields. And we have Dr. Eric Wallace going to be joining us for the entire show. And before the break, we started talking about education in Illinois and some things that are coming down the line legislatively that's going to have great impact, lasting impact on our children that we want you to be aware of. But on the line, we got Julie, who's got a question for Latasha about homeschooling and COVID. Julie, welcome to the Black and White Radio program. What's your question? Hi, I'm so glad I could get my question in to uh, Pastor Latasha Fields. Uh, I'm a homeschool mom. Uh, I used to live in the Chicago suburbs, lived in Cook County my whole life, actually. But anyway, I'm in Indiana, and I have a question. First, I want to say I am noticing there are stories in the news all over the country uh, about homeschooling, and it usually looks like a, a, a favorable story, why it's good to homeschool. And a lot of times at the end of the story, they'll interview a professor, and then they give you the downside. Well, we had a South Bend, Indiana professor from Notre Dame, very famous. He's retired now, and uh, he's now on the South Bend 
public school board, and he was quoted recently as saying that, <clears throat> well, um, low-income parents are too uneducated to do this. Also, you're giving a disadvantage to kids from low-income families because it's like the, the top students who were richer are going to, those parents are going to pull out and then it's going to mess up the, the equity. But what I'm noticing is that across the country, uh, I, I've seen three prominent professors of education in America that are actively saying um, low education is a problem with the parents. They're too stupid to homeschool. <clears throat> I mean, the parents, I don't think if they, if they graduated from high school, how dumb can they be? And what they're doing is discouraging, I think, parents right. from right. homeschooling. I'm wondering if you are um, seeing this message in the Chicago area, because I know... <laughs> a friend of mine in Houston, um, just today, a friend of mine in, in Houston told me the school board sent out letters to the parents begging them not to homeschool. So right. We, we, we can pretty much anticipate that. And thank you for your question, Julie. And Latasha, yes. uh, you know, she raised up some valid points. I told yeah. you about that earlier. People yeah. are going to be upset because they think when you encourage people to take their kids out of uh, public schools that you're going to be damaging the public schools. Mm -hmm. I'll keep my opinion to myself on that because that doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. But anyway, (laughs) address some of the concerns that she brought up if you could. Yeah, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for calling in, Julie. Uh, Those are very, very good concerns, and I do hear them all the time. Um, But the advocacy still stands because in in spite of what experts may think uh, and and really being very selfish to even equate that parents are insufficient or inadequate, to teach their children is just an insult. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, uh, twofold, if you will, our advocacy is, and I've stated before, I, I don't believe any parent is inadequate mm-hmm. to teach their children. Yeah. But if we're going to really talk about places of inadequacy, we may need to deal with maybe some core curriculums. Mm-hmm. And so there is an overwhelming amount of resources and tools that are available to parents to help them homeschool. And also you have homeschool co-ops, mm-hmm. which is what we have, and we have a school. And then I'm working with Pastor Caesar and some other people that we're developing these homeschool co-ops, if you will, and That's church right. co-ops mm-hmm. to reach parents like that because mm-hmm. this is a part of our ministry. This is a part of us reaching our communities mm-hmm. to to come alongside of those parents. But we, want, we don't ever want to discourage a parent That's right. for pulling their children out of a system that we know is indoctrinating them. And Pastor Fields and Dr. Wallace, you can chime in on this too. That's one of the things that upsets me. That Mm -hmm. what burns my grits Mm -hmm. is people who come along and say that they know better for our children than we do. They're better, uh, better able to take care of our kids than we are. We're too stupid to make our own decisions. We don't have enough information or knowledge Mm -hmm. to make choices for our own kids. And so therefore, you know, benevolent government's got to come in and make all of our decisions for Mm -hmm. us, do for our kids what we can't do for them. They're even protecting our children from us. They're pointing us out to be the problem. Dr. Wallace, what do you think about that? Look, I've got an example. I mean, she didn't pull her kids out to homeschool, but. Um, you know the story of Dr. Carson. Yes, right. <laughs> How his mother, you know, only mm-hmm. reached a certain level uh, in grade school, but she had them out reading and writing book reports mm-hmm. that, uh, that I think I, I think she couldn't read. She right? couldn't read, right? Exactly. But she was smart enough to understand that she Thank wanted you. her kids to be better. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so she made them. They made them made them read and then write book reports. Exactly. About, on, on it. And that's what we're saying. Again, there's no excuse for that kind of conversation. Right. There's yeah. no excuse mm-hmm. for that kind of attack, if you will. Mm-hmm. Because, right. again, there are resources and tools available and there's people in your community, pastors and, mm-hmm. and other educators, tutors, et cetera. The list mm-hmm. just goes on where regardless of a parent's education status, they have every right, every fundamental right 
to choose the way they see fit for their children to be educated. And, and, and that's the bottom line. And as people of faith, we have to remind people that it's our God-given responsibility. It's our responsibility Amen. to make sure our children get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That's it. Look, take, they're your children. And if, we, if you're not satisfied with what they're being exposed to in the schools, that's right. You, you take them care of them at home. You teach them what you can teach them. Or you find somebody else to help you teach them. Do not give your kids over to these uh, government school systems. Because what, what have we been saying from the last couple of days? Vody Balcom says we cannot continue to send our kids to Caesar and then act surprised when they come home like Romans. That's it. We've got to take responsibility for our own children. We're going to get into the legislation, I promise, on the other side of this break. <laughs> I promise we will. You're listening to Black and White Radio. John Anthony is not here today, but in the studios, the Bishop of Truth. That'll be me, Cecil LaFleur, with Natasha Fields and the right Reverend Dr. Eric Wallace. Come on back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back, everybody, to the Black and White Radio Program with John Anthony. Filling in today is the Bishop of Truth, Cecil LaFleur, with Latasha Fields and Dr. Eric Wallace. And we're in a really uh, stimulating, exciting conversation about education. A little bit earlier, we played you a clip from a, uh, a, a video called War on Children. Uh, Sharon Slater is the director of that. And it said some pretty amazing things in there. It said that our children were being sexualized, children in elementary school. We're being taught things about masturbation and mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, homosexuality, mm-hmm. uh, condoms, and it was pretty horrible, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. And it, it really got under my skin when I saw it. And I just thought as a principle, as a theory, anybody who would think about that, you know, how sick are you to think that that's appropriate to teach our children in public schools? But, uh, Pastor Fields, I understand that this is something now that has been inculcated in our society through legislation that the legislation has passed in Illinois bringing that, what's it called, comprehensive sex education curriculum? Well, it's, it's Talk two, about that. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Pastor. See, it's twofold. So you have the LGBTQ history curriculum, which is called Inclusive Curr- Curriculum Law, mm-hmm. uh, that was signed by Governor Prixer August 9, 2019, but it went into effect July 1st of this year. So it's signed and it, in, in effect. effect. It's in effect. It, okay. It's mandated law, the LGBTQ history. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That means that they're going to teach kids K through 12 in the public school system, the contributions of people that are a part of the LGBTQ community. And so it's going to be inside the history and also it's going to be mandated. So children are not going to be able to graduate from eighth grade without having this comprehensive knowledge of the LGBTQ community, those that have contributed to society. So just so I can understand, they're saying that they're going to go back and in history, they're going to discover the sexual proclivities of these people in history. Mm-hmm. Like I think I heard somebody said George Washington Carver yes. was supposedly gay. Yes. You know, and like I said, I don't necessarily believe that because mm-hmm. he's not here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. But my question would be, why is that important? Why is it important to talk about the sexual preferences of people in history? How does that augment their contributions at all? Well, it's, it's what we all know is indoctrination. Okay. It's, it's not mm-hmm. education because, again, let's use George Washington Carver as an example. We know he's con- con- contributed to many great things in society. So why do we know, have to know anything beyond that? Why do our children have to know anything beyond his contribution to society? Right. His sexual preference, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, has no benevolence to children. To so, children. So the purpose of that is simply to make homosexuality to more acceptable. Yes. To, to because an example of, of the curriculum, because I've, I've been reading some of their lesson plans, the example would be, you know, George Washington Carver did all these wonderful things in society. Oh, and by the way, 
he was a homosexual. So guess what? You can be a homosexual. You can be a lesbian. You can be gay and do all these wonderful things to society. And that, again, nullifies and indoctrinate children that they, too, can live that lifestyle. So that's and indoctrination. So, not period. That, that's, that's all it is because mm-hmm. people's sexual preference has nothing to do with anything. And that's inclusion. That's what's called the inclusion. Yeah, that's curriculum. why it's called the inclusion, inclusive comprehensive cu- curriculum law. And inclusive. it's mandatory? It's mandated. It's law. It's you can't, the can't le- graduate without it. A grade. You cannot graduate A grade without it. And so the, the law passed is HB 246. Those that may be listening in, you can go to Illinois.gov. It's HB 246. It's, it's passed. And so another law, uh, Pastor Caesar, that, that we've been talking about, uh, or legislation, if you will, is the REACH Act, the Responsible Education, Adolescent, and Children's Health. That's SB 2762. Now, that one is in committee, and that's when you start seeing the overlay, if you will, of the comprehensive sex ed as we listen to that clip in terms of the masturbation, the anal, the sex, and the desensitizing our children to these normal, high-risk sexual, sexual behaviors. And so this one is endorsed by International Planned Parenthood, Local Planned Parenthood, and the World Health Organization, and also the United Nations Education, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And so these things are being funneled down through these organizations, and this is what they want to do. It's promoting a lot of abortion to our girls 17 and younger. That's SB 25 that they can get abortions throughout nine months. These kids can't be removed off campuses and girls and get an abortion. And so they want to teach our children, uh, show them, if you will, the impact of sexually explicit images and teach children as young as 11 years old how to consent and receive sex. And so this is what we're saying. And so the HB 5012 is effective immediately. You can go to Illinois.gov again. HB 5012 is effective immediately. And it talks about comprehensive meaning, including all these things that we're talking about in this program and consent. They want them to consent at any age to sexual activity. They want these practices. And so, you know, I, I cannot stress enough to parents here in Illinois don't think your children can somehow circumvent this level of indoctrination. Because there's no opt-out. No, 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 that? no this, this, the LGBT is no opt-out. But inside the legislation in HB 5012, they do say to the effect that parents can send notification to opt-out. But what you got to understand, if these opt-out scenarios don't work, this is still going to be taught. Because most kids may not come home and say, well, you know what, Mom and Dad, they taught me this today. Because you're not going to get any books. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get any material. All this is done because the... Uh, the, the, the querying of the curriculum is going to be all done online. Right. I saw that yes. in the video yes. that yes. said this, that you yes. might not even know You may know not even it. know it. And right. so mm-hmm. worst case, when you find out to, to maybe try to send a letter to your child's school, it may be too late. But the thing is, even without the comprehensive sex ed, we're talking about Illinois has passed a law for LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Again, we gave you an example of George Washington Carver. You cannot teach them who George Washington Carver is without indoctrinating them with these various people's sexual preference. So if it, if it was just that, we will be sounding the alarm just as urgent to get your children out of public education. That's the bottom line. We're not saying don't educate your children. We've got to hold on and grab on to school mm-hmm. choice. There's alternative to government schools, and this is what's being passed down. And Illinois is not the only state. Absolutely. Listen, re- remain with us. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk about this a little bit more. Also, I want them to know about your organization. Where can they go online today, like right now, and find out where you are and what you have to offer? Yes, they can log on to www.chessup.org. That's Christian Home Educator Support System. That's chessup. Dot org. They can definitely log on and get some information from there. And Judy, you're on hold. And Tony, you're on hold. On the other side of this break, we're going to get to you and listen to you, get your questions and get your input. We're talking to Latasha Fields, and we're talking about education and what has come upon our children. I encourage you all to find the video, The War on Our Children, directed by Sharon Slater. 
Uh, it's a challenging 10 minutes, but you need to watch it so that you'll know we're not making this up. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back, everybody. This is Black and Right Radio with John Anthony. This is the Bishop of Truth filling in for John today, Cesar LaFleur. Again, in the studio with me, Latasha Fields and Eric Wallace. And during the break, we were reminded as we were talking about this, we were using some terms uh, that were probably not too correct for radio. And we just, we won't say them again. We'll try not to as we were uh, trying to describe what was being made available to our children. But it really stuck out to us that our kids have been exposed to something that we cannot even say on the radio. Yes. I mean, the practices that we cannot specifically say, but these are things that they can show our kids. And one of the things from the video, they said that some of the things, some of the images when you see them are so graphic that the people in the Congress didn't even want to watch them. They said it's, it's pornography, but yes. this is what they're teaching our children. So we're going to talk about this some more on the other side of the break. But right now we have a couple calls on hold and I want to get them in real quick. And we want you to make it very brief because we only have a few moments. Judy is one talks about pulling her kids out of school. Julie, hi. welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I heard Pastor Fields on Dan and Amy's show on your great radio channel there uh, last week or two weeks ago. And if I hadn't already done it, I would have pulled them out with her impassioned plea because it was wonderful. But I did it. Um, my good friend Julie, who just called in, she got me to do it. And I pulled my son out when he was a sophomore. Uh, no regrets, better education. And if anybody can do it, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it because I just have one year of college education. So not a whole lot of education there. But there's so much out there. And, and you guys are there. You know, we know there's a backup for the, the newbie homeschoolers. And, uh, you know, it, it was just so freeing. And my son came home from freshman year, and he's like, yeah, we didn't learn anything from English in English all year. We just watched some movies, and we did. And I knew the curriculum was changing because of Common Core, and I didn't want to go down that route either. So I got him out. He's a sophomore in college now, doing fine. So really, truly, there is so much out there. Just and, and like I said, you guys are the wealth of information. So thank you for that. Um, but it, it, it's okay. Anybody can do homeschooling. It, it really just takes a lot of patience and love and the willingness to know that you're doing what's best for your child and not being, like you're saying, indoctrinated, I would go nuts if I knew what you're saying now is coming down the pike. I mean, it's just incredible. So uh, just, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, and thank you so much. Judy, thank you. you. It can be done. Thank Thank you, you, Judy. Thanks thanks for loving your kids enough to uh, take control of the education. Tony, uh, you said you can summarize everything about public education in just a few words, and I'm going to hold you to it. Give us a few words. All right, here they are. Republicans are cowards. Okay, they do not fight back. They let this crap happen, and we always react to things after the fact. Um, I can tell you right now, one thing that would work if they would actually send flyers out to the black community and say, "Hey, he, your kids can't read, your kids can't write, but we're going to teach them about graphic gay sex." I guarantee the black community will say, "No, we're not for this." But again, Republicans are too cowardly to fight like this and it goes for this for the COVID thing it goes for 
everything. It's just that you're so cowardly. And I just want to know, can you guys do something to get this started? Because you can forget about the Republicans of Illinois fighting against this indoctrination garbage. Well, Tony, you were a man of your words. You said you had a few words, and they were, they were very powerful words. Yes. And I wish I could call you a liar, but I can't because there's, I see nothing wrong with what you say. We, we, we're going to talk about some of those things in the next hour, especially about uh, our legislators and how they need to be held accountable. Pastor Fields, we're going to hold you over just the first few moments of mm-hmm. the next hour uh, before we move over to Dr. Wallace. And we're going to talk about the legislation and the sponsors of the legislation mm-hmm. and how we do need to be sending righteous people, people with values and morals. We need to start paying attention to who we're voting for because our vote has long-range consequences associated with it. Ask them. They work for you. Tell them they represent you. And so we want you to vote, but vote wisely. This is Black and White Radio with John Anthony. We'll be right back after the news. To have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Good afternoon, Chicago land, and welcome back to the Black and Right radio program here on AM560, The Answer. This is the Bishop of Truth. This is Pastor Cecil LaFleur, who's filling in for our brother, John Anthony, who's taking the day off today to uh, celebrate his wife's birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Mrs. Anthony. I hope you're having a wonderful day. This is the day to make John do everything that you ever wanted him to do. He's your slave for today. Use him for your convenience. We're talking in studio today with two very special guests to me. Pastor Natasha Fields is here. We've been talking about education in the first hour. And that hour went by so quickly, didn't it? Yes, it did. And, and there's so many good things, so much valuable information uh, that you were able to share with us. And we're looking to hear some more of that mm-hmm. on the other side. But also joining us in the studio today is my really good friend, Dr. Eric Wallace, who, as I mentioned earlier, in Chicago, he almost needs no introduction. You know him very well. Freedom's Journal Institute for the Study of Faith and Public Policy, the Black Families Matter organization of this just got started. And he is a Senate candidate for the 40th district here in Illinois for the state Senate. And so he's here today, and we're going to hear more from him. Pastor Fields, thank you so much for the very challenging information yes. that you were giving us. And um, I'm glad that people are, I hope people are getting it and listening and paying attention. And it's really unbelievable mm-hmm. some of the things that you've pointed out that's taking place in our public school systems, which is why you are advocating so very ferociously mm-hmm. to get your kids out of public education. And I've been saying that for the longest mm-hmm. because uh, there's a danger when we allow our children to be educated uh, with people who have an agenda not to educate our kids, but to indoctrinate them yes. to a certain life philosophy and values that might not line up with ours. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate all of the comments and appreciate all of the phone calls. I want to remind everybody that you can call and have your voice heard today. Every call 312-642-5600. That's the call in line. And also go to Black and White. Uh, on Facebook, and there's a watch party of a Facebook Live going on. You can make your comments there. Pastor Fields, you said someone made a comment uh, in response to our previous caller, Tony, I think, who said he can sum up everything in a few words. He said Republicans are cowards. Mm-hmm. And someone had a response to that. What was that response? Yeah, let me just say that we definitely echo Tony, and we, we thank him for, <laughs> for, for, for his response, Tony. Tony. Yes, yes, yes. Thumbs up. 
Uh, but one of the parents was saying that it's, it's not only uh, the Republican Party in terms of the black community, uh, that it has been governed by the Democratic Party and that she feels that all parties, including parents, have allowed things like this to creep in. This is not the first thing that has been introduced to our children in the public school system that is offensive and indoctrinated in nature. And mm-hmm. we definitely agree. And that's why, again, we we uh, echo Tony, because the, the Republican Party and the church, if you will, if that's I can right. add that in. Please add that in. Yeah, yeah. have been, if Uh-oh. you will. You yeah, 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 now. yeah, yeah, yeah have something. really been muzzled. I'll say that muzzled concerning what's happening to families. That's okay? right. Yeah. And, and they they both need to speak up. But but like my husband, I always say the Republican parties omit these things because they're still part of the church that's muzzled. Mm-hmm. Come on, we just have to tell the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same religious spirit, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so they are sitting back and allowing these Democratic politicians, especially in states like Illinois, that have these egregious dogmatic uh, policies that are literally destroying families. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we were talking to you in the break mm-hmm. about Absolutely. There is a reason to be frustrated with Republicans, not only locally, but nationally as well, because people have continued to vote for Republicans and send them to Washington, D.C. and tell them, hey, go there and represent our interests. Go there and fight back against this. Push back against that. But year after year after year, they continue to get steamrolled and rolled over and they do nothing and they compromise. And people talking about we want to work together and we Mm -hmm. want unity. But it's never unity when you give up your position to come over here and be on our side, we always have to give up in order to be able to go over with them if to, to be considered to be unity. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's the reason why we got Donald Trump, I believe, is yes. because people got tired of people going in there and being a pushover. When somebody came up and said, I will say no, and I will push back mm-hmm. against this, and I don't care what you think about it, well, then people were looking for that. So you might not like his personality, but the reason why he has such a broad appeal is because he's not a pushover. Yeah. And we need to send more righteous, strong people, especially Republicans, to our state houses and to our nation's capital. Definitely. And we got a guy in the studio with us today that we need to get in our state house in Illinois because you guys know that Illinois is the desert. It is the desert land when it comes down to principles and especially conservatism. Dr. Eric Wallace is here and you yes, are sir. a candidate for the state Senate in the 40th district. And you've heard I what Latasha has been talking about mm-hmm. this is well, education. What do, what do you think about this? <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I think she's right. When, and it's alarming so hearing mm-hmm. some of the things you were talking about. Um, I knew that that legislation was coming and and I had actually had a conversation with a pastor and he mm-hmm. was talking about it would have been one thing if they had an opt out, but they don't have an opt out. Yeah. So clearly it's about indoctrination. But, you know, as I was sitting here thinking, the idea is that we we need to get people who share our values. In fact, one of the reasons why Freedom Journal Institute was even started was because we were we were looking at the fact that that black people have very conservative values, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to family mm-hmm. and other things like that. Yet we kept voting for people who didn't share our values. We say we're pro-life, yet we keep putting people in office who aren't pro-life. We say we're pro-traditional uh, family, but we keep putting people who are, who are you know, supporting the LG, LGBTQ, you know. XYZ, Agenda. And then we want to complain that our, you know, why we've got all these shootings in our, you know, in our, in our communities because we don't have fathers. And yet if we're going to, if we're going to talk about the family as one of the main uh, mainstays in our communities, why are we why are we putting people in office who keep trying to redefine what family is? Mm. Yes. So, yes. you know, I I decided to run for office. You know, run a couple of times before, but I decided to run for office because we needed somebody. We went to the um, my wife and I went to vote one in 2016, and we looked, and there was hardly anybody to vote for. Now, I'm not trying to say that the Republican Party is the party for Christians. Yeah. I mean, 
to me, the, the platform lines up more with my biblical worldview. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, exactly. mm-hmm. but I understand, especially in the state of Illinois, that it hasn't been led by, by, by believers. And so, you know, one of the things they've told me as a candidate was not to talk about the social issues. And I look and I, you know, <laughs> I talk to him on the phone. I said, are you crazy? Somebody yeah. told you that? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, they don't want us to talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. And I said, well, Democrats talk about it all the time. In fact, that's the Democrats talk about that and then use that to talk about their fiscal issues. We should need to be doing the same thing mm. because, you know, because they want to talk about, you know, bring it. Uh, they want to sexualize children. Yeah. We should say, no, that's not right. Yeah. And my problem is you mentioned the church. You started it. So <laughs> you started this. You Always. Started it, you started it. So one of my things is the church has been asleep. Asleep. Yes. You know, the sleeping giant needs to get up, yes. needs to stand up and say, this is a bridge too far. You shall not go any further. That's Do we it. have any That's organ it. music back there? We're Play something right now. Yes. We, we need Come some We'll not go any further. Yeah, we, we have to stop this. It's got to stop. And it's Pastors need to stand up and say no. And it doesn't matter which party, the party that holds our value. I'm a Christian first, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And if we put our blackness before our Christianity, we got a word for that. Yes. It's called idolatry. idolatry. That's it. Self-righteousness. I was going to ask you that. Is blackness yeah. an, an yeah, idol? It's, it's self-righteousness. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's why you got black pastors. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Go ahead, Go man. Ahead. This is that's why you got black you. pastors running out. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. We're, we're trying to behind a group. That doesn't that doesn't share our values at all. Mm-hmm. They're talking about how they want to destroy. We're going to talk about that. Destroy yes. the natural family. Yes. But listen, let me tell both of you all. I'm just sorry. go ahead and say I'm what sorry. the Lord puts on your mind. <laughs> this is John's show. We got to come back next week. <laughs> oh, John, we're sorry. <laughs> we, we don't have to come back. We can be safe in our house. Say what you want. I'm sorry. This has been built up in me for a while. Yes, yes, I just need to get yes, it out. Listen, I, let me just say this because you guys need to know. Dr. Wallace and I go back a long way. He did found Freedom's Journal Institute for the Co-founder. Study. Co-founded, co-founded with Jennifer his, Oh, well, I'll be in so much trouble. <laughs> Jennifer, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. But but also he had a publication, Freedom's Journal magazine. Uh, it was a dynamic uh, a publication. It was a flip magazine online. Mm-hmm. I was blessed to be one of the writers who contributed content there. And he's had these black conservative summits that he's had here and in Washington, D.C. And he's been investing his life mm-hmm. into talking about these principles that we really need to be exercising in order to be able to pull black people up. As I told you before, we are conservatives. We are black mm-hmm. conservatives. And our goal is the empowerment and enrichment of black people, Pe- all people all over, but especially our own people. Yes. We just believe that there are some principles that work and there are some principles that don't work. And so, therefore, that what we think that if we're going to have any momentum to move forward and make our family strong, make our economy strong, make ourselves strong, we're going to have to lean on these bedrock principles that we find from the word of God. And we're going to have to inculcate these into our daily living. We're going to have to vote that way. We're going to have to talk that way. And the church is going to have to wake up out of its slumber and be the church because evil is proliferating because the oh, good man. people are doing, doing nothing. nothing. Yes. We are quiet. Yes. We yes. are asleep. And we say, exactly. OK, well, we, this is just going to be. It does not have to be. That's so, it. Dr. Wallace, we're going to talk about because you mentioned black families matter. And I posted a question earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you support the idea of the sanctity of black life without supporting the organization? And you started an organization called Black Families Matter because you recognize that the destruction of our nation is tied to the destruction of our families. That's it. And so we, if we're going to be honest about what matters, we're going to have to be comprehensively honest. So we're going to hear more from Dr. Eric Wallace, candidate for the 40th uh, District for State Senate. On the other side of this break, this is Black and Right Radio on AM 560. 
This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Get up, get on up. Dr. Wallace, you shouldn't be doing the James Brown in here. Sit down in your chair, sir. Stop that dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right Radio with John Anthony. This is Cecil LaFleur, the Bishop of Truth, filling in. We're continuing on this uh, segment with Dr. Eric Wallace. And we were talking before the break about some things about Black Lives Matter and about the absence of the church and, and the absence of the Democrats and others. And you had a comment from someone who talked about uh, the 501c3, Latasha, could you just bring that up real quick? Yeah, one of the uh, parents that's on the feed is just saying they're afraid to lose their 501c3. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And so we, we do see that that does have a bearing. But as me and Dr. Wallace was talking during break, Trump has given us an exemption to that, 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 that you know, there won't be any penalties for that. But with or without the 501c3, it's almost irrelevant. That's what me and Dr. Wallace said. Right. It's still right. time to stand up for the things of God. Period. That's right. Don't let the hook in your jaw keep you from speaking and saying what is right. And so I've, I've challenged pastors for the last two years. It might be time to pray about giving those up. Yeah. Because if holding that 501, that tax exemption is going to muzzle us and keep us from speaking the truth or doing the things that we need to do, then we need to give those things up. Dr. Wallace, we were also talking about <clears throat> the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And mm-hmm. and uh, and also we, you and I have been talking for a long time about the family. And uh, what's been going on with especially the black family. You started an organization called Black Families Matter. What's that all about? If you are looking on Facebook Live, you can see he has a a poster that's right here in the shot uh, that you can see. Blackfamiliesmatter.org. And you can go to that page online. But what's that all about, Dr. Wallace? Well, actually, it's it's, uh, not an organization by itself. It's actually an initiative by Freedom's Journal Institute for the Study of Faith Mm -hmm. and Public Mm -hmm. Policy. And we actually started that what, a couple of years ago, I think 2016, and we had a, uh, you were there, we went to uh, Washington, D.C., and we, right. had a, we had a conference. Uh, we were supposed to have another one. Uh, but uh, it, was our, it was our belief that, you know, Black Lives Matter really wasn't, didn't really didn't care about black lives. They only cared about black lives when they were shot by a white police officer. And in, in, in other instances, it really wasn't, because it started with Trayvon Martin, and Trayvon Martin wasn't shot by a police officer. That's right. He was shot by somebody who wanted to be a police officer, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a police officer. Uh, so it really didn't care about, you know, the number of uh, black babies being aborted. It didn't care about the, the number of uh, black, young black men being mm-hmm. shot. The number one killer of young mm-hmm. black men, 15 to 34, is, mm-hmm. is homicide. Yeah. Number one killer of black people, period, we know is abortion. Mm-hmm. So uh, they didn't care about those things. So we're, we're saying, okay, we can, uh, we, we can be concerned about all these things, about people being shot by police, you know, when, when there's a real mm-hmm. cause, to, you know, to, to, to protest that or look into it. But we can also be, we care about these other things. And we had decided that in order to do that, let's look at black families. Mm-hmm. Because if we look at black families, then, then we can help uh, kind of mitigate some of these other things that are going on. We know that, you know, the statistics say, and I've got a paper right here, it's, it's four times greater risk of poverty. This is without fathers, mm-hmm. having right. fathers in mm-hmm. the home. Right. They're more likely to have behavioral problems. That's right. Uh, two times greater risk of infant mortality. More likely to go to prison when you don't have a father in the home. Uh, seven times more likely to become a pregnant teen. Mm-hmm. Um, something I want to read you. Do I have a minute to yes, read something from, yes. from somebody who, mm-hmm. who uh, gave a speech? He said, of all the rocks upon which we build our lives, we are reminded today that family is the most important. And we are called to recognize and honor how critical every father is to that foundation. They are teachers and coaches. They are mentors and role models. They are examples of success and men who constantly push us toward it. Real quick here. Mm-hmm. But if we are honest with ourselves, we must admit that there are too many fathers who are missing, missing 
from too many lives and too many homes. They have abandoned their responsibilities, acting like boys instead of men. And the foundation of our families are weaker because of it. Yes. Last paragraph. You and I know how true this is in the African-American community. We know that more than half of black children live in single-parent households, a number that has doubled, doubled since we were children. We know the statistics that children who grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of schools, and 20 times more likely to end up in prison. They are more likely to have behavioral problems or run away from home or become teenage parents themselves. And the foundations of our community are weaker because of it. Do you know who said that? I got an idea, but tell us. Senator Barack Obama. Senator Barack Obama. Mm. Absolutely. And so, twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Twelve years ago, before he became president. And so Senator Obama, President Obama, agrees with us that fathers are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. So then I would wonder then why then is an organization like Black Lives Matter, who has as one of their stated goals to break our connection with the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. to break up the traditional Western family, uh, to absent fathers from families. How is an organization that has that as a stated goal, how are they picking up all of this steam, all of this credibility? How are we following behind an organization like that? And how in the world is is the church following behind these folks? The first thing I ask myself is who's leading this thing before I want to run out and and start marching and do Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I determined once I looked at what they were talking about, Mm -hmm. I said, there's no way in the world I'm marching behind. Yeah, the the slogan. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Who can argue with that? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the movement. You got all kinds of problems with yeah. the movement and the church should not be getting behind any of this stuff. Absolutely not. And you said it very well is that black lives only matter to that organization when it presents a political advantage for them. Black lives only matter in, in terms of them is when they are killed by a white police officer. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen as often, according to all, uh, what's the name? Audrey McDonald, who's yeah. done yeah. research on that. And, you know, last year it was nine. And they were unarmed, and that necessarily mean that they were not dangerous. Mm-hmm. Correct. But it happened nine times. And nine times is too many. I'm just, you know, nobody is saying that's okay. But here's something that happens very rarely in, in the total scheme of things. But yet we have an organization that's pushing all of these other things on us, and we're ignoring all of that. Mm-hmm. We're ignoring their whole thing about breaking uh, this, you know, heteronormative relationships, mm-hmm. breaking down the patriarchy, and all of that simply because we want to be able to say black lives matter. Now, black families matter. You have something coming up next week, don't you? Yes, we do. We do. We do. We do. But before I get to that real quick, I do. I do want to read to you our, our vision and our mission statement. Yes. Our vision is to see thriving marriages and families in our communities as a norm and not the exception. Okay. And mm-hmm. our mission is to change our communities one family and marriage at a time. So we want to see this as, as the norm in the community and not single parent. And, and we're not we're not trying to bash single single. I mean, I, I was a single father for a while. Yeah, I understand. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. so we're not trying to bash people. But it's who not are the prescribed ways. That's the way God absolutely, decided. absolutely. Right. right. So we've got a rally on July 18th uh, from 10 to noon. Uh, it'll be at at eight for women. Actually, i will be actually right next door to eight for women, where the right. Planned Parenthood is. Mm-hmm. But we're asking people to bring stuff for eight for women. So we're not only having a rally to talk about black families and the importance of black families. Mm-hmm. We also want to help. Aid for Women, uh, which is at 3347 Volmer Road. And you can find it on, uh, if you go to black fi- blackfamiliesmanner.org or if you go to our Facebook page, it should be on there, on there as well. But we're asking people to bring stuff, um, supplies, baby wipes, diapers, baby blankets. And, mm-hmm. and some of the main speakers actually will be somebody named Pastor Cecil Floor. I've never met him before. That guy? <laughs> uh, Pastor Latasha Fields is supposed to be there. 
Dr. Mantuan, somebody named Dr. Eric Wallace. Um, so, so the, the, you know, they're regular troublemakers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the troublemakers right. will be there That's in person. <laughs> now, if it happens to rain, we still want you to come by and at least drop your stuff off at Aid for Women. Uh, the only, the only reason this will be would would be uh, we would not have it is if it's thunderstorm. I got you. We won't do stuff in a thunderstorm, but we will. We will be there. Pastor Fields, talking yeah. about Black Lives Matter and yeah. talking about education, mm-hmm. they have a curriculum that they're bringing to our schools. What is that called? Yeah, and, and so to, to Dr. Wallace, echo Dr. Dr. Wallace mm-hmm. you know, with, with the whole Black Lives Matter, and I support it 100% because that's all it's about, family matters. And so Black Lives Matter at school is their curriculum. That was launched maybe 2016, definitely 2017 it was out, and they have a textbook called uh, Teaching Black Lives. And so they, too, unfortunately, mm-hmm. have an LGBTQ uh, foundation because the, the leaders, as most people know, are led by lesbian women and, and then definitely Marxism. And so with, with Black Lives Matter at school.com, and, and listen, parents, you guys can go on here. We're not exaggerating these things. This is paperwork, copy and paste right, from their right, website. Right, right, right. I just like to say that to get people to understand. It's Black Lives Matter at school.com, okay? So th- they have their 13 guiding principles, and, and I'm not going to go over all of them, but they got transgender affirming, uh, queer affirming, uh, you know, and also they want to, as Pastor Caesar said, they want to literally destroy the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. And they want to get rid of heteronormative, meaning that mom and dad, male and female, they're saying heteronormative mean there's no that's no longer the norm. Mm. And so they want to what affirm transgender families, queer families, homosexuality, et cetera. And so, again, they have a curriculum that they're going to be teaching children with these transgender identity expressions, et cetera. My God, my God. And, and so mm-hmm. our children are going to be bombarded. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, Chicago, this is here. This is something right, else right, right. that coming. is here. It's, it's not, not coming. coming. Yeah. It is here. And, and also, just one more point, we got 1619 that's also here that's teaching this race narrative, and these children are being dumbing down with, with their academics. Wow. You know what? Two hours is not enough to, to contain everything we're talking about today. But we're going to continue on the other side of the break with Dr. Wallace. We want to talk about the RISE principles and how those can be applied to your life to make a difference. This is the Black and White Radio Program with John Anthony. Cesar LaFleur filling in today with Latasha Fields and Dr. Eric Wallace. Don't go anywhere. We're going to go back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back, everybody, to the Black and Right radio program with John Anthony. Once again, this is Cesar LaFleur filling in with Dr. Eric Wallace and Latasha Fields. Again, the number is area code 312-642-5600. That's area code 312-642-5600. Give us a call and also go to our Black and Right on Facebook and go to the Facebook Live. And if you got comments or something you want to put in there, go ahead and put them in. We want to know that you're out there and that you're listening. And we do hope that some of this information is being a blessing to you, that it's something that you can use to help influence your life and your daily decisions. Uh, we have Pastor Latasha Fields, who's here talking about education, about legislation that has come to pass in Illinois that puts your kids at risk. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but it sounds like to me she's advocating for you to get your kids out of public school. Definitely. And that you to consider homeschooling your kids, homeschools, church schools, church school co-ops. And I think that she's recommending that you go talk to your your religious institution, talk to your pastors and tell them, hey, this is something that your churches can support. Go to parents and encourage them that you can 
uh, take responsibility and teach your own children. Homeschool your kids. Get your kids in another environment, a more healthy environment, so that we don't continue to produce generation after generation of, well, I don't want to call them a name, but just you see what's coming out of our educational system. And so you have a responsibility to get your kids out. We're also with Dr. Eric Wallace today, who is a candidate in the 40th District for the Illinois Senate. He's also the founder, co-founder. Uh, yeah, of Freedom's right. Journal Institute for the, for the Study of Faith and Public Policy. And they have an initiative called BlackFamiliesMatter.org. And so uh, go on that website and you can find out about some events coming up and what they're all about. We've been talking about Black Families Matter and you know where we stand on that. And so where well, you guys need to have some better options for who to support. And I mm-hmm. highly recommend if you're in the 40th district, you need to give Eric a look because we need to send people like Eric Wallace uh, to Springfield to be our representatives down there. So we need to send him there. And I want to talk to you, Eric, for the next few moments about something that I became uh, aware of as I worked with you in Freedom's Journal years ago. And you said that you wanted to find a way to transmit our biblical values, our faith, and how does it apply to our public life, our politics, if you will. And you came up with some principles that you call the rise principles that kind of put some things into context and help us explain of how we should look at ordering our life uh, around these principles. Can you kind of talk right, to us right, for a right. few moments about what are the RISE principles? Before I do that, what I want to do is, is let people know that they can not only go to uh, freedomsjournalinstitute.org, but we also have an app. Mm. So you, you got an app? Yes, we do. You can download it. You can down- <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you can download it on your on your phone and actually have the rice principles at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. We actually have uh, some of the videos from some of the black and sort of summits that we've done. I mean, you can actually see Pastor the Floor, oh, hear wow. him preach mm-hmm. at, at uh, uh, a couple of them uh, of, of the uh, summits that we've done. But we, we did this on purpose to put it at people's fingertips so mm-hmm. they didn't have to always go online to do stuff. We wanted people to be able to, you know, open it up. So RISE is an acronym for Responsible Government, Individual Liberty and Fidelity, Strong Family Values, and Economic Empowerment. Wow. And, mm. we, and we said RISE, excuse me, Responsible Government, because when you talk about limited government, a lot mm-hmm. of people will turn off mm-hmm. and, you know, the, you, you see the shades be pulled down. They shut the door. They mm-hmm. turn off the lights, pretend like, like they're not home. Right. <laughs> and so I think the conversation opens up when you ask, okay, what is responsible government? Right. What, is, what, what, does, that what does that mean? What does that look yeah. like? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. Exactly. Because his education is not responsible government. No, what they're, right. what they're prepar- uh, right. proposing is definitely not. So, you, Eric, you've got to have another picture. So, yeah. talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 right, responsible government, especially in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Illinois is corrupt. Ooh. Illinois mm-hmm. has been corrupt for a long time. And yeah. so we pay a corruption tax. A lot of the money and stuff that was supposed to go where it's mm-hmm. supposed to go isn't getting there. Yeah. And people are suffering for it. And this whole thing about, and I need to say this, this whole thing about systemic racism, it's not that the, the, the system is racist. It's that the system is rigged. And, <laughs> and that once black people got involved in the system, mm-hmm. they didn't change it. They didn't change it because they were, it was working for them. Yeah, that's it. And so we didn't care about the, the, the people in the streets. I forgot it was a white dude in the control booth. Right, right. <laughs> they, they, they didn't find the right kind of music. Yeah, but right, right, right. right. Yeah. That's about to put me to sleep. Actually. Yeah. So, it, so then you got the individual liberty and fidelity. Yeah. And yeah. the idea is that, you know, if, if people come up with new laws, mm-hmm. uh, those laws restrict uh, our ability and our freedoms. And we need to be, you know, if we're going to pass some of these laws, it needs to be a good reason. Yeah why we're passing these laws. Mm-hmm. And, and so we need to be able to know that we uh, should use our freedom um, 
Well, as a, as a preacher, I would say to glorify God. Yes, uh, yes. And the fidelity true. part is if we're going to live together as free people, we need to uh, abide by a certain code of ethics. Yes. Uh, obviously, for us, it's, it's, it's the Bible and being yes. members of the kingdom. Yes. Uh, strong family values. A lot of the stuff that you were talking about, because education begins at home. Yes, it does. Parents should have the right to send their kids anywhere. Yes. Um, we talk about two-parent households, that it should be a man and a woman. That's mm-hmm. the definition. And, and we stand up against, uh, we're pro-life, yes. from the womb to the tomb, if you will. Yes. Yeah. And so then, so then lastly, economic empowerment. We're going to come back so. on the other side of the break, and we're going to dig into those a little bit, mm-hmm. especially I want to go about this individual liberty, liberty and fidelity. And, and, fidelity. and mm-hmm. then I add responsibility in that, because I think that's something that we're losing in today's society is that whole idea of individual responsibility. Yes. You are responsible for yourself. Yes. You know, we, we tend to want to make everybody else responsible for what's wrong in my life and what's wrong in my community, what's wrong. Where's your responsibility? When do we stand up and hold each other accountable? Even when it comes down to what's going on in the police, when do we hold people responsible hey. for their actions? Yes. This is black and right. On AM 560. Come on back, y'all. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Hey, welcome back to Black and Right Radio. And where is the time going? Uh, We're having a ball. Thank you, John Anthony, for this opportunity for us to come in and fill in for you today. And if we broke anything, (laughs) too bad. We won't be here next week. (laughs) So so if people are upset with you, talk to John. We didn't do it. (laughs) But, hey, listen, we were talking before the break with Dr. Eric Wallace. And, man, those those rise principles, you know I'm a big believer in those. You know, responsible government, individual liberty and responsibility. And we were talking about that individual responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, Latasha, you were reminded of a quote Mm -hmm. from... uh, Booker, Booker T. Booker Washington. T. Booker T. Washington. Booker yeah. T. And it and it just fits right in what we're talking about today. Booker T. Washington says this: There's another class of color people who color make people. color people, okay, mm. who make a business of keeping the troubles, the wrongs, and the hardships of the Negro before the public. Having learned that they are able to make a living out of their troubles, they have grown into the subtle habit of advertising their wrong, partly because they want sympathy and partly because it pays. Some of these people do not want the Negro to lose his grievance because they do not want to lose their job. Wait a minute. I thought, I thought he was dead. I thought he was deceased. Did he say that last week? <sighs> oh, did, did, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so prevalent. It's, it's, it, you know, you're talking about, you know, I, Booker T said this in the early 1900s, late 1800s. Yes, I'm right. But, but it's apropos it, for it, today because yeah. we do have individuals, especially when it comes to the black community, yes. who don't want us to get over our grievances. Grievous. There's individuals who want to be the same amount of racism today as it was in 1957 yeah. because it empowers them. I'm yeah. not going to name any names, but you know some of these preachers who make their living. You sure you don't want to name them? Well, you know, they already know. They actually, already know. Actually, actually, it's not the preachers anymore. Actually, we've, we've like, like you said, Black Lives Matter is being led by two lesbians and a. Uh, yeah. uh, and then you got the 1619 <laughs> Project. They have this same uh, ideology uh-huh. of, of keeping our grievances lying to our children instead of highlighting the resilience. <laughs> Of, of American right, progress, right, right, right. like Booker T. Washington is one of them. Absolutely. And, and you, you talk you know. about the money, because I just found out, and I said this to you the other day, and you mm-hmm. almost got angry, because money, Black Lives Matter, was given oh, $33 right, right, million right. Dollars by George Soros. Yeah. $33 million. So there's a lot of money in the grievance industry. And I've also said, and I'll say it, I'm speaking for myself, mm-hmm. that I think Black Lives Matter and organizations like that who enrich themselves, 
those are, to me, those are just white liberal organizations in blackface. That's because they, they are advancing their agenda and they're making money and they give some of these people some money to, to highlight these grievances, to use black grievance to keep black people down, to keep us always complaining about the same thing over and, and over, over and, and over and again. And, and, and it's not happening. If, if mm-hmm. blacks want to complain about something... Complain about who you vote for, like like Dr. Wise is saying. Complain about the systematic policies, because that's what we're talking about in this program today. That's right. We're talking about policies that are coming down the pipeline that are damaging black families. This, I, this, this, and, and I'm sorry, it seems like to me that we get caught up in the per, in the personality. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we're putting the symbolism over substance, yeah. right. and we're losing sight of the policies that have an effect on our everyday lives. And so the people who pull the puppet strings, they yeah. know that if I get you angry mm-hmm. and I manipulate you based on your emotions, emotions, mm-hmm. you're going to stop thinking. My father used to Absolutely. say that to us. Yes. He Absolutely. said, colored people don't think when they get mad. We stop mm. thinking. And so we, they, they get us angry. That's why everybody That's who runs as a Republican is going to be called a racist. Eric Wallace, you're going to be a racist in Illinois. Yeah. Hey. You know, yeah. Because every they have to say that so they can trigger people and so that we get and so angry. They won't listen. And so, so they won't listen. So they won't listen. They won't listen to the program. They won't yep. listen to anything exactly. that... that you can't you can't even get on on Facebook and talk about anything that Donald Trump has done positively. There's a lot of things I don't like that Donald Trump that, that the president has done and said and so forth. Right. But as a but as a Christian, there's just certain things that I I just cannot uh, let go of. You know the pro life piece and and, right. and and stuff like that. So I don't care who you are. If, if you're going to stand up for life, I'm going to support you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and to bring up one point about President Donald Trump, you know, because that's what my husband and I tell people all the time. You know, all this character assassination needs to stop. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the old saying would go, the streets would go, uh, until the, the ink hit the paper. Mm-hmm. So if, if we're redefining racism in this country today, because from what I understand, racism is all the things that we're talking about today that is destroying That's family. It. It's the That's dehumanization. And it. so you have a president right now that if he hated us so much, why is he not supporting abortion? If he hated us so much, why is he not silent on school choice? Our black kids are in failing schools. That's President right. Trump is echoing Preach. right now that he <laughs> is saying right now in America that they are indoctrinating our children. Now he's saying that. He's saying that. This is this is from his July 3rd Mount Rushmore speech mm-hmm. that he did, that mm-hmm. he's saying that right now they're teaching our children fake history and they're learning this in government schools. So I ask black people today, 312-642-5600. Sorry, Caesar. Sorry, Anthony. Call in and explain to us how is it if he hates us so much, why is it that none of these policies are being signed by him, being supported by him? Okay. And I got somebody on my my Facebook, uh, well, actually a video, talking about Donald Trump doesn't need black people. There aren't any black people that that actually helped him. I mean, he had, uh, what, 7% of the black vote? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, so why is he reaching out to us? He's I, reaching out and doing the things he's doing for black people because he cares. Exactly. And listen, and go back to your rise principles, that individual liberty. Individual liberty and fidelity. And, and, and I, I put responsibility in that because I think that feeds into this. I think when individuals don't want to take responsibility for themselves, it's easy to look to somebody else to blame somebody else. It's easy to target Donald Trump and just say, yeah. he said this and he said that. Exactly. And he's a racist and he's all of those things. I wouldn't vote for him because then you don't have to take responsibility for you and what you failed to do or where, what you failed in. I'm sorry, we had a black president. We had one for eight years yeah, yeah. who told us that he didn't have a black agenda. That's it. He said it, That's he, it. I, he didn't have a black agenda. But why are we looking to presidents or anybody right. to, to do what we're supposed to be able to do ourselves? That's, That's what I'm saying. Hey, individual, 
stop looking to government to be your savior. Yep. Stop looking to outside people to be your savior. Stand up and take responsibility for yourself. Be faithful to yourself. Your husband, raise the children that you yes. that you sire. And you stop be, thinking you're a victim. We're not victims. We're, we're victorious. Victim. Come I, on now. I love you guys Mary are Elder. acting. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're running out of time. We're going to come back on the other side. Yeah. But I love that saying by Larry Elder. We are not victocrats. No. We're not. No. Hey, just come back on the other side. We're going to have the last segment coming up with Dr. Eric Wallace and Latasha Fields. Yes. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Cesar LaFleur filling in for John Anthony today. And we've been having such a wonderful time, a wonderful conversation about some very serious issues. But we've been having such a good time doing it that we decided we're just not going to leave. We're not going to give up the studio. We're bar- barricading the door. We're barricading the door. You can't get us out of here because we just want to stay and keep talking. We've been talking about some very important things today. We've been talking about education in our schools, uh, this new curriculum coming in, this inclusion uh, curriculum that's come in and, and the um, – the comprehensive sex education. And so, Latasha, what is your website again? Uh, www.chessup.org. Chessup.org. And that's C-H-E-S-S-U-P. U-P dot O-R-G. Go there. And also, you can join Latasha and I every Wednesday mm-hmm. on Facebook Live as we're doing an education pandemic of seminar, webinar, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, where we've been covering a lot of this information and we can dig down deeper. And also, provide us your contact information. We want to connect with you. Uh, Latasha and I are praying about, the Lord has given us a vision mm-hmm. of over 400 schools we would mm-hmm. like to open up in Chicagoland area. So, uh, And let me say that, following Booker T. Washington. Following Booker come on T. now, come on. Right. <laughs> and also in the studio, we have Dr. Eric Wallace of Freedom's Journal Institute, and he is a candidate for the state Senate in the 40th Congressional District, and we've been talking about his RISE principles. And he has an app. Oh, fancy. I remember when he didn't have nothing. Now he has an app. <laughs> <laughs> and and he want, uh, tell them how to get the app. They need to get it. Mm. Well, you need to go to your, your app store. Whether, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's uh, for Apple as well as, uh, what's the other one? Google. Android. Google. Google. Yeah, Android. Google, Android. Mm-hmm. And just type in Freedom's Journal Institute. And it should pop up and just download it on your, on your phone or your tablet. Uh, it also worked with Fire, um, Amazon's Fire okay, as, right. as well. Uh, and so all that information, or you can just go to FreedomJournalInstitute.org. But I'd love you to have the app. I want to go home and find out that, you know, 500 people have downloaded Absolutely. 500 yes, more yes, have yes. downloaded the app. Download the app because there is some valuable information out there. One thing I can say for Dr. Wallace is over the years he has produced some uh, events that has some tremendous content. The video we played earlier, Latasha, by mm-hmm. Sharon Slater. Yes. She was at the uh, the Black Conservative Summit. Yes. And she talked about yes, she uh, uh, cultural imperialism, mm-hmm. whereas by the United States and other Western countries were saying to these uh, impoverished African nations and others, mm-hmm. you will accept this. You will accept mm-hmm. abortion. You will accept homosexuality. No, yep, or yep. we will not give you the foreign aid that you would need. Mm-hmm. And so uh, on Freedom's Journal, that app, you're going to see some valuable speeches from people like Star Parker and Wayne, uh, Wayne, Wayne Perryman, Perryman yeah. and, and others. Eddie Huff. And Eddie yeah. Huff. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's some great people. K, K great. James. That's right. Uh, yeah. K yeah. James okay. and others. Good. And so there, and then you know, Eric and I are on there. And so uh, I'm hoping we're going to be doing another summit. Eric, you're running for the Senate. How can the people support you in the 40th District? WallaceForIllinois.net. WallaceForIllinois.net. They can, they can go there, read some more about what I stand for, and go there and hopefully leave <laughs> Leave a donation. Uh, mm-hmm. It costs. It takes money to, to run a campaign. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get on there, and you can also say that you want to volunteer. So, yeah, just you can do that, and, oh, and I appreciate right. it. Amen. And listen, thank you all both for being here today. And as we before we go, I just want to let everybody know that the the, the, the people in here today we are all people of faith. 
And we definitely believe uh, in the power of God. And we believe that God is necessary if we're going to have a society. We don't believe any of the challenges that we've been talking about today can be solved through human efforts because these are spiritual problems. And I always say that human solutions will never address spiritual problems. We need a spiritual awakening in the nation and we need a revival in our church. That's why on the 29th of August, uh, Latasha and I are working with a group of people across the state to bring thousands of believers, not just people. We're not looking to just get a crowd, Mm -hmm. but we want people who really believe in the power of prayer, people who believe in repenting, people who will pray for our state and pray for our nation. We're going to come together in our state's capital, and we're going to ask the blessings of the Lord. We're going to say, God, first, please forgive us for our apathy. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us. Uh, you know how we've turned our back on you and we've not trusted in you. We put our faith in humans mm-hmm. in human efforts and we've turned our back on you. They give us for that. And then send your spirit to awaken Illinois, awaken yes. your yes. people yes. so yes. they can rise up and stand for what's right. Yes. Because abortion won't end. Homosexuality won't end. The war on our children won't end. Yes. None of these things will end unless the power of God comes into force. Thank you so much for listening. It's been my pleasure. We will see you again on Black and Right.